так нелегитимные действия по заморозке части валютных резервов Банка России подводят черту под надежностью так называемых первоклассных активов. По факту и США, и ЕС объявили на самый настоящий дефолт по своим обязательствам перед Россией. Теперь каждый знает, что финансовые резервы могут быть попросту украдены. И видя это, многие страны уже в ближайшее время могут начать, уверен, так и будет происходить, конвертировать свои бумажные и цифровые накопления в настоящие резервы в виде сырьевых товаров, земли, продовольствия, золота, других реальных активов. Just over a week ago, Russian Federation President Vladimir Putin gave a speech that echoed similar U.S.-specific criticisms France's President Charles de Gaulle made in 1965. I'll leave a short clip of that speech in the comments below. A change in the world order that ultimately led to gold multiplying in price over 20-fold within 15 years following. Both speeches boiled down to this. In their respective sovereign views, both then and now, the existing financial orders of the time had grown untenable for France and its trading partners back then, as it has for Russia and many of its trading partners now. Policy shifts were therefore mandatory, and financial game-changing actions followed. This week, we'll examine some major news and trade alliance shifts now kicking off in the East, as well as dig further into how the post-1971 petrodollar Bretton Woods II era we've lived under in the last near five decades, is rapidly changing into a more shared multipolar Bretton Woods III era, with a Western and Eastern divide of power, where commodity trading rules further dictate the coming shifts in power, trading alliances, and a new geopolitical world order that will significantly affect the value of all financial assets to come. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SD Bullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. When you love silver as much as me, it's really easy to get carried away. Sometimes I just can't keep my hands off of a good deal. So when SD Bullion told me that they wanted to give away some silver for free, I was happy to lend my hands, I mean voice, for the cause. Now how much silver are they giving away, you ask? Boom, yes, 500 brand new Silver Eagle coins will be going to one of you. Just click the link below and enter for your chance to be the next big winner. Yep, okay, got it. Click the link below to enter our new 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin type two giveaway contest. And good luck to all of you who take part. Both these silver and gold markets traded slightly down for the week. The silver spot price closes about a quarter under the $25 an ounce line, while the gold spot price finished at $1,925 an ounce. Gold-silver ratio climbed a bit, reaching 78 in this week's trading action. The 21st century monthly gold fiat Fed note chart is here. In my eyes, it looks pretty poised, patiently consolidating in levels currently that are clearly above the old 2011 peaks and valleys. So the cup and handle continues building for a breakout yet ahead. Inflation is now becoming the zeitgeist of our time. This Google Trends data covers worldwide internet searches for the term inflation from 2004 until now in 2022. It makes complete sense 
that it's been spiking of late. Basically, the prices for the things that we need have been ramping up walls over the last year plus. Sadly, the world is likely going to see famine and increasing political instability as a result of people's paychecks increasingly not getting enough food on their plates. The loss of about 25% of the wheat market has driven its price back towards all-time high levels last not seen since 2011, back during the Arab Spring instability spell. But terrible price inflation is not merely an emerging market issue this time. Germany, the manufacturing powerhouse of Europe, admitted inflation rates this week not seen since 1981. Of course, their interest rate remains at 5,000-year-low levels, unable to increase anywhere near a positive real interest savings rate as their banking and financial system would implode if they dared tried. The United States is not much different. During the age of the internet, we've never seen this much concern over price inflation. Longer-standing Gallup poll data illustrates this point as well. On a positive note for bullion bulls, this recent surge in inflation has also led to a larger influx of people, investors, regaining consciousness of precious metals. The levels of interest in 2011 are now being left in the dust, and my strong contention is so will silver and gold spot prices in due time. Turning our attention to the main topic of this week's SD Bullion Market Update, the supposedly blown-out Russian ruble has basically fought back all of its Ukraine invasion and Western sanction losses over the past month. How did this happen, you might wonder? First, this chart illustrates Russia's current account surplus for the months of February 2006 until now in 2022. With higher oil, gas, and commodity prices, the nation was raking in about double what it typically had prior to the recent commodity price melt-up worldwide. Russia has also seemingly enacted an interesting two-prong approach to keeping a floor under the ruble's ongoing value. By demanding that, quote, unfriendly nations begin buying their commodity exports in Russian rubles. Of course, many of these, quote, unfriendly nations reside in the European Union, and they depend on Russian gas and oil for large portions of their energy requirements. Do you want to keep your home heated or cooled? You want to keep the lights on, Vatican? Pay in rubles. Oh, and the Russian Central Bank has also declared itself an official gold bullion buyer at a fixed price of 5,000 rubles per gram of gold until June 30th, 2022. We'll keep an eye on what price they put it at come July. But at the moment, many financial onlookers believe that Russia is not merely launching this new fixed adjusting gold bullion bid price policy to keep its domestic gold producers afloat. But it's also done this to create a bilateral trading option for friendly trading nations to potentially have the option to sell direct trade in rubles or gold based on potential commodity payment discounts and or possible ruble gold arbitrages to come. This past month of March 2022, famed Credit Suisse financial analyst Zoltan Pozar whose name became synonymous with his work on the New York Fed repo market crisis that kicked off well before the pandemic in September 2019. Well, Zoltan's back in the headlines describing how the financial order is changing from the old petrodollar, fiat Federal Reserve and U.S. Treasury dominated 1971 to 2021 system 
to a new 2022 and beyond version that will increasingly use commodities as stores of value and less so revocable foreign fiat reserves often held by surplus trading nations like Russia or China, those that have recently been revoked in Russia like the euro and the dollar. I'll leave links to both his pieces in the show notes below, warning they're a bit dense in reading, but we're going to highlight some of his most prescient recent viewpoints right here and now. From his first piece, written March 7th, 2022, entitled Bretton Woods 3, Zoltan writes, We are witnessing the birth of Bretton Woods 3, a new world monetary order centered around commodity-based currencies in the East that will likely weaken the euro-dollar system and also contribute to inflationary forces in the West. Just a side note here, the euro-dollar system is simply the dollar-creating system over in Europe. It's a massive amount of dollars that are offshore. Continuing, a crisis is unfolding, a crisis of commodities. Commodities are collateral and collateral is money. And this crisis is about the rising allure of outside money over inside money. Bretton Woods II is built on inside money and its foundations crumbled a week ago when the G7 seized Russia's FX reserves. The beautiful paradox of linear, linear rates, the stuff you and I trade and I write about, the stuff you trade and I write about is that you need to think linear to find relative value most of the time, but you have to think nonlinear to recognize and survive regime shifts. We are seeing a regime shift unfold in funding markets currently, which, as always, will pass, and a sea change in inflation dynamics and FX reserve management practices. This crisis is not like anything we have seen since President Nixon took the U.S. dollar off gold in 1971, the end of the era of commodity-based money. When the crisis and war is over, the U.S. dollar should be much weaker, and on the flip side, the renminbi much stronger, backed by a basket of commodities. From the Bretton Woods era, backed by gold bullion, to Bretton Woods II, backed by inside money, treasuries, and unhedgeable confiscation risks, to Bretton Woods III, backed by outside money, gold bullion, and other commodities. After this war is over, money will never be the same again. Writing on March 31, 2022, Zoltan Polzar continues with Money, Commodities, and Bretton Woods III, writing, Credit Suisse research has always prided itself on thought leadership. In today's environment, where we have to navigate a global conflict between great powers and an unfolding crisis of commodities, thought leadership is more important than ever. The current environment is perhaps more complex than the crises of 1997, 2008, or 2020, where the problem is not only nominal, FX pegs, par, or the great overdraft respectively, but also real. Commodities are real resources, food, energy, metals, and resource inequality cannot be addressed by QE. You can print money, but not oil to heat or wheat to eat. Wars also upend the dominance of currencies and serve as a duala to the birth of new monetary systems. What Deutsche Bank's Bretton Woods II framework was to the first decade of the new century, and what QE and Basel III then were to the second post-GFC decade of the new century, we believe that our Bretton Woods III framework will be to the third decade of the new century and potentially beyond. If we are right, our framework will be the right framework to think about how to trade interest rates in coming years. Inflation will be higher, the level of rates will be higher too, demand for commodity reserves will be higher, which will naturally replace demand for FX reserves, treasuries, and other G7 claims. Demand for dollars will be lower, too, as more trade will be done in other currencies. And structurally, then, the negative cross-currency basis, the dollar premium, will naturally fade away and potentially become a positive cross-currency basis. 
Once you cross over from the nominal domain of prices to the real domain, things get more complicated. We will now expand the four price framework. Number one, par. Number two, interest, OIS and basis. Number three, foreign exchange. Number four, price levels, equal commodities. Number five, foreign cargo priced in U.S. dollars. Number six, shipping. Number seven, protection. The red items are all nominal. The four prices of money, the domain of money, the domain of institutions that deal money, dealers, banks, and central banks. The blue items are all real. The infrastructure that moves commodities around the domain of institutions that deal in commodities, commodity traders, dealers, banks that finance commodity traders, and the foreign policy and military arms of the state that provide the legal and military protection to assets, which range from mines to fields, pipelines, ships, shipping routes, and straits. Banks make loans and credit deposits, while loans are created to buy stuff, which can be real assets or financial assets. In the current context, we focus on real assets, commodities. Like anything, the price of commodities is determined by demand and supply, and demand and supply are always financed by banks. The physical blue aspects of commodity trading are usually an afterthought, much like plumbing was an afterthought before the 2008 crisis when PAR broke. PAR, nominal and protection, real, interest, nominal, and shipping, real, balance sheets, nominal, and vessels, real, foreign exchange, nominal, and foreign cargo, real, price level, nominal, and commodity prices, real. We need to understand the details of commodity trading because the rules of the game are changing, and these changing rules will affect the price level, the level of interest rates, OIS, FX rates, and in due course, OIS, OIS basis. This is how. Foreign cargo used to be priced in U.S. dollars, or in the case of gas, euros. But now the ultimate sources of foreign cargo, foreign nations, are changing the form of payment they demand and prefer. Russia is now invoicing its commodity exports to, quote, non-friendly nations in ruble, not in U.S. dollars or euros. And Saudi Arabia is open to China, paying for oil and renminbi. It used to be as simple as our currency, your problem. Now it's our commodity, your problem. Commodity reserves will be an essential part of Bretton Woods III, and historically wars are won by those who have more food and energy supplies. Food to fuel horses and soldiers back in the day, and food to fuel soldiers and fuel to fuel tanks and planes today. According to estimates by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, China holds half of the world's wheat reserves and 70% of its corn. In contrast, the U.S. controls only 6% and 12% of the global wheat and corn reserves. This has implications for the price level of food and the conversion about VLCCs and oil trade for the price of energy. The coexistence of the two triangles then has huge implications for the course of inflation in the East versus the course of inflation in the West. This is serious. Bretton Woods II served up a deflationary impulse. Globalization, open trade, just-in-time supply chains, and only one supply chain, Foxconn, not many. And Bretton Woods III will serve up an inflationary impulse, deglobalization, autarky, just in case hoarding of commodities and duplication of supply chains and more military spending to be able to protect whatever seaborne trade is left. Empires rise and fall, currencies fall and rise, wars have winners and losers. When Wellington beat Napoleon, the trade was to buy gilts. I'm no expert on geopolitics, but I am an interest rate strategist, and I think the level of inflation and interest rates and the size of the Fed's balance sheet will depend on steady state that emerges after this conflict is over. Three is a magic number. The four prices of money are managed via Basel III and central banks, as DOLR. The four pillars of commodity trading are shaped by war, hopefully not World War III. The New World Order will bring a new monetary system, Bretton Woods III. 
Paul Volcker had it easy. He only had to break the back of inflation, but had a unipolar world order and the rise of Eurodollars to support him. The triangle on the left supported him. The triangle markets fussed about was the impossibility trinity. You know the stuff about monetary policy, independence, FX rates, and open capital accounts. But that was about, quote, our currency, your problem. Jay Powell finding his inner Volcker won't be enough to break inflation today. He'll need a strong helping hand, a strong man to take on the inflationary mess caused by other strong men. The new trendy of Bretton Woods 3 will be about, quote, our commodity, your problem. The EU's inflation problem for sure, if not the inflation problem of the entire G7. Zoltan, of course, finished his piece on March 31st with this handy display of how the multipolar order trade is changing in his view. Of course, we're going to continue monitoring and reporting on these massive commodity trade changes afoot on our channel. And be sure to subscribe if you've not already. That's all for this week. As always, to you all out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.